Welcome everyone from across the universe to the Wampa's Lair podcast. Star Wars is for everyone, so pull up a chair, get comfortable, and join the conversation with your hosts, Carl LeClaire and Jason Hunt, here in the Wampa's Lair. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special episode of the Wampa's Lair podcast. My name is Jason Hunt, and I'll be your host for this episode. Uh, Carl is not here this time because I'm going to be covering my experience at Tucson Comic Con 2022 uh, this past weekend. I was able to go, and uh, I had a good time. So uh, we're going to go ahead and get into it. I'm going to give you kind of my uh, coverage of what I saw. I'm going to give you a couple of uh, little mini interviews that I was able to do on the convention floor. Uh, and then I definitely want to get some shout outs to some people that I saw uh, or was able to purchase some things from at the end. So hope you stick around. Uh, if you've never been to a convention, I highly recommend them. They're a lot of fun. Obviously, we as Star Wars fans have Star Wars Celebration, which is a big convention. Tucson Comic Con is uh, a much smaller convention, something that you're more likely to find in your local neck of the woods. So if you've never been to a convention before, a place like Tucson Comic Con is a good place to kind of dip your toes in the water to get used to it because it's a smaller venue um, instead of uh, a big thing like you know, Star Wars Celebration or Phoenix Comic Con that I regularly go to, which can have upwards of 50 to 60,000 people in some of these. Uh, Tucson Comic Con usually has, I think, uh, about 10,000 that show up, that come in and out over the, the three-day weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Tucson Comic Con 2022 has not released its official numbers yet, so I can't give you the exact numbers. Uh, this weekend, but it's the first time that uh, Tucson Comic Con has run since the COVID shutdowns. So they, I think they were being a little, or hedging their bets a little bit with uh, some of the programming and some of the uh, amount of, of vendors that they had. But it turned out to be very well attended uh, from what I could tell. Uh, I went Friday night and Saturday. I was unable to stay on Sunday. Um, I had things I needed to do, unfortunately, that I was not able to attend the convention. Sad. But uh, from what I could tell, it was very well attended, and people were having a lot of fun. There was a lot of great costumes. I saw some really good ones. Uh, Star Wars related, I saw a General Grievous, uh, which was pretty cool. That was... Uh, that's always a hard costume to do. Uh, one of my favorites that I saw, I wish I'd been able to get a picture of her, but I saw her while I was on my way somewhere and I couldn't stop. Uh, but she was in a Princess Leia Bespin uh, costume, which was a great looking costume, but she also had like one of those cat backpacks on, you know, those backpacks with the window where the cat can look out of. 
but it was a wicket terrarium. So she had a stuffed wicket in there and she had decorated the inside of it with lights and uh, like foliage and stuff like that. And I thought that was great. I wanted to stop and get a picture, but like I said, I was on my way somewhere. I wasn't able to do it. And when I came back, uh, I couldn't find her again. So I was very disappointed. But there was also a really great Mandalorian uh, with Grogu in his satchel. Uh, and I did get a picture of that. So hopefully I can get that attached to uh, the show notes for this episode. So if you're curious to see that, definitely check out the show notes for the episode. Uh, and you'll have that picture there. One of the nice changes that I noticed uh, about Tucson Comic Con this year uh, was that the panel rooms were a lot closer to the rest of the convention. Now, in the past, uh, Kyle Avery and Joey Letson and I have done panels at the convention. Uh, we didn't do one this year, uh, which I'll get to in a moment, but... For Tucson Comic Con, the panels were always like you had to go outside the building to another area of the convention center just to get to the panel rooms. Uh, and that made it kind of awkward to run panels because you were never sure if people even knew you existed. Um, thankfully, we had, uh, you know, well-attended panels uh, for Tucson Comic Con, so that was always encouraging. But... Uh, this year, they had them in an area that was just off the exhibition floor, which I think worked a whole lot better for the convention. And I hope they continue to have them there going forward, uh, because I'm sure next year, Joey, Kyle, and I will look forward to uh, doing another panel again. We did not do a panel this year because uh, Tucson Comic Con is normally in November. Or it had been. But they have started to move it up to Labor Day weekend uh, here, which is, of course, the beginning of September. So it's, you know, two months earlier. And for whatever reason, like, we knew that was happening, but forgot. <laughs> and so, like, a month ago, we were all like, oh, yeah, Tucson Comic Con is happening. And by that time, they had closed panel submissions, so we didn't get to submit any panels this year but that being said it was still a fun time uh, i did get a media badge so uh thank you tucson comic-con for that and that's why i'm doing this little podcast here of course uh there's also all the costuming groups that we saw uh, that we normally see um saw a few 501st members the rebel legion had uh, a big presence here at Tucson Comic-Con, I also saw Dark Empire uh, and the Mandalorian Mercs. So, so definitely a fair share of custom uh, characters for, you know, Sith and Force users and Mandalorians. There was a good showing of Star Wars costumes, comparatively speaking. I was a little surprised uh, because in previous years, the Star Wars costumes haven't always been... Uh, you know, the, the big number, uh, there's always been other things that have kind of taken the cake, but this year I was, uh, I was impressed. There was a good number of star Wars costumes. So I was very, uh, pleased to see that, uh, this year. I will say, uh, one of the things that was uh, a little bit difficult to deal with this year, 
uh, and I they were getting it fixed, um, but the AC in the exhibition hall was not working great uh, there at the Tucson Convention Center. Uh, it was it was going, but uh, not high enough for the amount of people there. Uh, at least not initially. It so it did get a little stuffy. It did get a little warm there for a bit, and I was concerned about some of the people in costumes. Uh, but uh, by the end of you know, but but late afternoon on Saturday, it felt like whatever the issue was had been fixed and uh, it was definitely starting to cool down in there for everyone which is good because the costume contest was that night and uh, it would really have been uh, not good to have all of the people in their very heavy uh, hot costumes be sweating through all their hard work so um, I'm very glad that they got that uh, fix and I assume it was just fine on Sunday uh, but like I said, unfortunately, I was unable to attend Sunday this year. I've got a couple of other things for you. Uh, I've got a quick interview here with um, a friend of mine. She actually works at the escape room I used to work at when I was living in Tucson. Uh, she runs it now. Uh, her name is Kariah. And uh, I've got a, a short interview with her uh, just to ask her some questions about the con and, of course, some very Wampa's Lair Star Wars related questions. So we're going to go ahead and play that now. Hello, everyone. This is Jason at Tucson Comic Con 2022. Uh, I'm here with, what's your name? Kariah. Hello, Kariah. Uh, so how are you enjoying the convention so far? It's good. It's nice to be back at conventions after two years, especially in Tucson. Um, Everybody seems to be having a lot of fun, um, and it's super packed, which is always nice. Indeed. It is a little warm, but that's okay. Uh, so you are in costume today. Who are you dressed as? I am dressed as Max Mayfield from the newest season of Stranger Things. Excellent. Well, I have not seen that season yet, so but I recognize the look. So anyways... Um, so, you like Star Wars, yes. Uh, do you have a favorite Star Wars movie? I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but it's actually Solo. That's awesome. I really like Solo. Solo's a fun movie. Uh, what's your favorite part of Solo? Anything that has Amelia Clark as Kira. <laughs> that is totally fair. Is she your favorite character? Absolutely. Is she your favorite character in all of Star Wars? Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk with us here at Tucson Comic Con. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for having me. So a big thank you to Kariah for taking uh, time out of her busy convention to have a quick chat with me uh, for the podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, now we're, I've got another one for you. Joey Letson, who uh, you've heard here on the uh, panel audio episodes that we've released over the years uh, from Phoenix and Tucson Comic-Con in the past, uh, was also at the convention for a bit, so I was able to pull him aside uh, to one of the areas away from uh, the main traffic area, and uh, we were able to have a little bit of a longer chat, so uh, we're going to go ahead and play that now. Enjoy. Enjoy. 
Hey everybody, this is Jason again from Tucson Comic Con 2022. I am here with a fellow friend of the podcast, usual panel conspiracy and all-around troublemaker, Joey Letson. How's it going, Joey? It's doing good, Jason. How are you doing? Uh, doing really great. Um, so we're we're here at the convention. Um, it's been fun so far. Been. You know, what, what are your thoughts on the convention? Well, they got to get the air conditioning going. Uh, <laughs> no, it's great. Tucson Comic Con is uh, it's a really fantastic con to go to. Uh, it's a, it's a, definitely one of the smaller ones. There's a lot of costumes going on right here, which is awesome to see. Uh, and it's, it's, uh, it's a smaller con, but boy, oh boy, does it feel crowded because they got a small space to do it in, relatively small place to do it in. Uh, and a lot of people here today, so it's it's nice. Yeah, it, it's looking pretty good for uh, the first outing since COVID shut everything down. So that's a good sign to see. Uh, but let's get on to the real discussion. We got Star Wars uh, out there, and uh, Andor is coming up in a couple of weeks. Are you looking forward to that? So much. Yeah, uh, we, we went to see the Rogue One screening at IMAX. Um, that was definitely one of the highlights. Uh, and no, Kyle and I were talking. I think you may, maybe you were there at the time. I don't know, but you're saying like they need to do this more often with with Star Wars stuff. They, I would really love for them to like just like they did Lord of the Rings uh, with the first two episodes of that new series, like put up and or like the first one or two episodes up in the theaters, get a really good buzz because it looked amazing. The the trailer that they played uh, on the big screen looked like well looked like movie Star Wars for all I know. And the scene that they showed, uh, which involved you know, a bit of talking, but also a lot of action right there, too, uh, was impressive. I was excited. Yeah, it's a really cool action sequence. Now, unlike anything I've seen in a Star Wars movie so far. Yeah, it was like, uh, it, it had, a, let me just say, a kinetic uh, feel to it. Everything, these have things falling and hitting. Things. It, was, uh, it was almost like if you had like a... In a movie where uh, sandbags in the back of a theater are falling down on people's heads constantly. It was kind of like that for about a few minutes. But instead of sandbags, massive uh, steel uh, contraptions and chains. And uh, it had a real sense of danger to it, which was uh, fun. Absolutely. So, uh, obviously, we've got Andor coming out. And then next year, we've got Mando Season 3 coming out. We've got Ahsoka. Uh, later this year, we should have Bad Batch Season 2 what are you looking forward to the most out of all of those? Okay, um, probably Ahsoka. Uh, I, 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 I think just because it's, I'm so uncertain of what that's going to... I know what it's going to be, but I'm still uh, unsure of what it is, really. Uh, you know, how much of a uh, Rebels season... What was it? Six? Five. <laughs> five. Five or six? What do we leave off on? Yeah. Well, anyway, live action Rebels. Is it going to be or is it going to be, you know, so closely tied in? You know, is uh, is the Mando going to be in this one as well? You know, will we see uh, Boba maybe make a cameo? It seems like they're making a lot of these uh, films or, you know, I caught myself right there. These aren't films. These are TV shows. Right. But they feel like films. So anyway, but how many of the, the cross-pollinating are they going to be doing with all these different series? I really like that when that happens because it really does make it feel all tied together. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm totally looking forward to all of it. Uh, I, I'm Bad Batch Season 2, you mentioned. That's, I totally forgot about that because I don't think they're... I heard that that's coming out... The, I heard that this coming out this the, the, like right after Andor, but I, I don't think they put an official release. I heard somebody say the 
the end of this month, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I haven't seen anything official about it, but it was told fall of this year, yeah. I guess. Uh, also, the those um, Tales of the Jedi shorts are supposed to be coming out this That's year. That's right. Yeah, I totally forgot about the tale. So more, basically, sort of, kind of, more Clone Wars animated stuff, basically. Uh, it's such a weird, it's such a... It, right now is the calm before the storm. It's always kind of weird when this is uh, is because we know they're coming, and the, the and yet the promotion uh, has not hit. It's uh, it, you know started going yet. So we're kind of like, oh yeah, that's coming. That's coming too. And in a little bit, well, we'll all know for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, all right. So now I've got to get some very very Wampus Lair type questions in here. Yeah. Uh, for all of those who uh may not know you and haven't had conversations with you what is your favorite star wars movie uh, favorite star wars film uh, a new hope it was the first one i believe i saw when i was a kid <laughs> um and i don't know i just always have an affinity for it i just like i i always like the fact that it kind of summarizes the the feel of a star what star wars is within one film it has a beginning a middle and an end and if there was only one Star Wars tale to be told. Lucas picked that one because he knew this has a beginning, middle, and end. And I will forever love that. And I know some people, I think Carl, one of them, is, doesn't like the pacing in the desert and stuff. I always loved that kind of stuff when I was a kid, like of, of uh, you know, R2 going through the, 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 with the Jawas, you know, and all that stuff because I could, I could relate to it. Because living in the desert, growing up in the desert, I'm like, it's like I could play Star Wars out here. Like Star Wars was like practically living in, I could visit Tatooine and pretend in areas as a kid. So A New Hope, uh, number one, I do not have a firm ranking of all the other films because it all blends together for me. I love Star Wars and yeah. That's fantastic. No, it's a, it's a great pick and it's, it's not a, there's not a bad choice in the bunch. Um, all right, last question, uh, and this one might be harder. Uh, what's your favorite Star Wars character? Uh, mm, sometimes it's Luke, but most of the time it's Obi-Wan because Obi-Wan is uh, the, he's the epitome to me of what a Jedi can be, but also has many faults as well. And so he's not a perfect person. Uh, by any means, and he's so it, it brings some complexity to him as well. Um, but at the at his heart, like he has the heart of a Jedi, a heart of a he knows he knows what the good the right thing to do is, and but yeah, second place is is Luke. It goes back and forth between him and Luke. Fantastic. Do you have a favorite era of Obi Wan Kenobi? Uh, hmm. Now that is a good question. I would probably say, I guess the Clone Wars-ish era. Yeah, probably Clone Wars era. Awesome. Because that is uh, the most Obi-Wan that we've gotten. <laughs> That's true. There, there's, there's quite a lot of content there. All right, well, thanks, Joey, uh, for hanging out with me at the yeah. Tucson Comic-Con. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? I have a podcast that's been going on now, which is insane for an insane amount of time, for six years. And it's called the Animaniacast. 
and it's all about Animaniacs, and we, we also talk about Star Wars because we're also Star Wars fans on that too. We try to keep we try to keep it. We also talk about Pinky the Brain and Freakazoid, and we have the creator of the show on our show a lot. And I'm, hey, if anyone out there is going to Fan X at the end of September, is this coming up before then? Yes. It is. Oh, then you should come to Fan X if you're in the area because I will be there. Number one, okay, but number two. The creator of Animaniacs, Tom Ruger, is going to be there. And also, one of the writers of Animaniacs and the voice of Freakazoid, Paul Rugg, is going to be there as well. They're going to be signing autographs, and I'm going to be hanging out with them, helping them out. And uh, you should be there, too. You, should, you, you can see me. I'll probably be walking around in a Hawaiian shirt with Freakazoid all over it. It's going to be fun. Fantastic. Well, thanks, Joey, and uh, good luck on the FanX experience. Yes. It's going to be super fun. Thanks. Always fun to have Joey on the podcast. Thank you, Joey, for taking the time. And if you are at FanX, uh, please look up Joey and uh, say hi to him from the Wampa's Lair. Uh, <laughs> I'd love that. All right. Uh, I don't have much more in terms of coverage for the convention, so I do want to give a few shout-outs, though. Um, obviously, shout-out to... Joey and Karaya for taking the time to chat with me. I did want to get some more interviews, but uh, just due to the setup of everything, it was it was very awkward to try and uh, find areas to pull people aside and to have discussions and conversations. So uh, maybe maybe next time I can figure out a better way to do that. But it was uh, just the traffic patterns were a bit difficult. <laughs> I didn't want to be in anybody's way. So uh, maybe next time I'll be able to figure out a better way to do that. But uh, I do want to give a quick shout out. Uh, in addition to my Star Wars fandom, uh, I'm also a big fan of Dungeons and Dragons uh, that may have come out on the podcast a few times before. But I did purchase a few things that are for my D&D um, collection. Uh, and I did want to give a shout out to some folks who were selling custom uh, dice and dice bags uh, that I bought. Uh, there's some really, really great stuff out there. I'm sure everyone knows uh, some great ones. But the ones that I talked to um, were Geek Me Up Scotty and Dragon Sack. That's one word, Dragon Sack. But Geek Me Up Scotty and Dragon Sack, they were selling together at the convention and uh, they both have Etsy shops. So if you want to check out some really nice quality uh, custom dice, uh, one-of-a-kind dice sets, or some really great uh, dragon scale um, dice bags, definitely check them out on Etsy. Geek Me Up Scotty and Dragon Sack. Again, that's one word, Dragon Sack. Um I think that's going to wrap up this episode, though. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed my little romp through the review of Tucson Comic Con 2022, uh, presented by Tucson Games and Gadgets, uh, which is actually a great you know, store uh, in the Tucson Mall there, if you're in the Tucson area. Uh, for tabletop games, uh, it's where I started playing Dungeons and Dragons because it was right upstairs from the escape room I worked at. Uh, there's also a great uh, geek-themed bar in the back of the store called the Short Rest Tavern. So if you're in the area, check it out. 
But uh, that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, thank you, everyone, so much for listening to this special episode of the Wampa's Lair podcast. Carl and I will be back with a regularly scheduled episode next week. But until then, I'm Jason, and we'll see you next time here in the Wampa's Lair. Thank you.